Hello there and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast where you can find everything adult ADHD with a little bit of law of attraction thrown in there. I'm your host, Tara Pratt, and together we're going to find our fire and find our flow with ADHD. How are you all? I'm surprised at how well I did that intro then because this is completely on the fly. Inspiration struck me whilst I was in the shower, so I've literally still got soaking wet hair sat here while I'm talking to you. I don't know about you, but I have all my best ideas in the shower and it's really annoying because it means I don't have chance to write them down. Siri can't hear me when I'm shouting him or her, whoever Siri is. And by the time I'm out of the shower, I've forgotten my great idea. Or maybe they're not so great, who knows, but they seem amazing when I'm in the shower and then I've forgotten them all. Inspiration has left me. So today, as soon as this idea hit me, I wanted to run downstairs and hit record. Today I'm going to talk about time blindness with ADHD. It's a massive subject so I'm not sure why I haven't tackled it yet. I think maybe I just felt like I didn't have anything new to say that other creators aren't saying out there. But while I was in the shower today and thinking about it, I'm thinking, do you know what? My own story is a unique one and I think at the moment so many people are just discovering that they might have ADHD that individual stories are really important to share because we're not one size fits all, far from it. ADHD is such a spectrum. I know it's cliche to say, but it is. And some of the stories I hear, I really don't gel with. And then it makes me just feel a bit of an imposter. And then I remember that I've got an official diagnosis and someone much more qualified than me has told me that I do have ADHD. There are stories that I absolutely resonate with, like nine times out of ten, I'm like, oh my god, that is me, why am I so textbook? But then there are those times where there's someone telling a story and everyone in the comments of like their TikTok or podcast is like, oh yeah, me too, me too. And I'm like, that's not me at all. So on saying that, I thought it was useful for me to share my story on something as simple as time blindness. The vast majority of people with ADHD do suffer from this. I think it's to do with the executive functioning problems that we have. Time just seems like 10 minutes could feel like two hours or it could feel like 10 seconds. And I very much suffer from this. Not everyone will that has ADHD and that's okay if it's not you. If you do, this podcast might help you a little bit. And before I move on to that, I did want to big myself up for a second because we don't have sponsors here yet at the ADHD First podcast. If you want to sponsor, give me a shout, but we don't for now. So I'm going to big myself up and I'm going to tell you all about the burnout Bible. I'll leave the link down below in the show notes. This is for you if you are currently feeling completely overwhelmed, completely burnt out. Maybe you've got a social hangover. Whether you're feeling this right now or you know that you get that on a regular basis, this Burnout Bible downloadable printable worksheet is for you. It's going to give hints and tips and there's a section for you to just read and make no decisions whatsoever. It does all the decisions for you. And there's also a bit when you're feeling good that you can fill out so that you've got tips for your future self when you are in burnout. You can check that down below. It's only £4.44 and it could be a massive help. So go and check it out onto the podcast. Time blindness, if you haven't heard of it before, I'm just going to do a really quick summary because it has been beaten to death out there in the ADHD world. It basically means you don't have a concept of time. So when someone asks you, how long are you going to be till you get ready? And you go, oh, five minutes. And you're thinking, yeah, definitely I can do my makeup in five minutes. And then you look at your watch and it's half an hour later and all your friends are getting annoyed with you. 
It can also be when you've got an appointment, say you've got an appointment at one, you think, yeah, I've got plenty of time. And then you're ready a little bit early. I've got half an hour to go and it only takes 10 minutes to get there. I'll just do this job. It'll only take me five minutes. And then you look at your watch and you're running late and that half an hour has just flown by. A lot of us suffer with being late because of this. And my personal story is that as a kid, I was just late for everything. I'm pretty sure I was late for school every single day. The days that I was in, I was running late. It caused a lot of embarrassment. I used to blame my parents. Definitely used to blame my parents for it. But then as I got older to teenage years, I realised I could not get myself to things on time and I tried really hard. And it was embarrassing and you've got to look at it on the backdrop of I had no idea why I was like that. I had no, I was undiagnosed. I didn't know it was a problem. I didn't know, I'd never heard of executive functioning in my entire life. So obviously it was quite distressing and I just felt a bit of a rubbish person, which can happen a lot with the symptoms of ADHD that we're unaware we're afflicted by. On saying that, as much as I was self-criticising myself all the time internally, I'm not the type of person to be beaten down. I'm really quite a determined person and I really think that has helped me so much in my life with being underdiagnosed. I don't take no for an answer. So as much as I was trying, trying, trying to beat this lateness all the time and it wasn't working and I was still late year on year, I still was optimistic and thought I could beat it. So I tried every single strategy you could possibly think of. And as I say, most did not work. And what ended up working probably like 80% of the time for me, I decided not to trust myself on times. I had to accept the fact that I could not say something was 10 minutes away. For example, the school run in the morning, I was late a lot of the time. And the way Pete and I do it is I do one week the morning drop-offs and he does the following week the morning drop-offs. And we have an app at school called Firefly and it shows you the percentage of like lates and it lists literally the day, like there's nowhere to hide. And you could clearly see a correlation between the weeks I was taking Theo to school and Pete was taking Theo to school. Now, my argument is he doesn't have to do makeup, so of course he's going to be out of the house quicker. It really held a mirror up to me and I was like, no, I've got to have a word with myself. And this year they've introduced phonics into the classroom. They do five, ten minutes of phonics first thing in the morning. Theo loves school. He loves phonics. He didn't want to miss it. So it really helped that I had to work on this for someone else not just me. When I'm meeting someone else and I know someone else is relying on me, particularly a friend, I will get there unbelievably early. Nine times out of ten, I'm really early or I'm on time um, that tenth time. Sometimes I am late. You know, that happens to neurotypicals too. There's things that you can't factor in. But I would say most of the time, I'm either very early or I'm on time. And this is what I've done. I was waking up in the mornings at 7.20. Theo comes into our bedroom about half six, seven, but he just chills in bed with us. And then I was waking up, setting my alarm for 7.20. In my mind, I've only got to be out the door at like quarter past eight. So 7.20 till quarter past eight is 55 minutes, plenty of time to get one child out the door. And yes, if that was the reality of what was happening, yeah, it is long enough to get one child out the door. I wasn't factoring in the fact that I was waking up picking up my phone and checking my emails, checking my Facebook. In my mind, that only takes two to three minutes. It was actually 10 at least by the time I stopped checking emails and Facebook. So I'd look up my watch and it'd be 7.32. 
And I'd be like, okay, I've got to go and get his uniform bits together. Because as much as I am quite organized now with my laundry, I never, ever set out the uniform the day before. And again, in my mind, that only took three, four minutes. It actually took more like five or six, which in the morning, these little pockets of time really add up. And that's what we don't see as ADHD is. We just don't feel that time passing. After that, I would get him dressed, let him go and play for a bit. And while he was playing, I'd get myself dressed. I'd do my makeup. I'd do his snack if Pete wasn't there to help me. Nine times out of ten, Pete does his snack now. And then I'd look at my watch and I'd be like, oh, sugar, it's quarter past eight. It's time to get in the car. Obviously, we'd be like doing his teeth, all those bits. But I'd look at my watch, it would be much later. It'd be literally time to go, 8.15. So I'd be like, okay, I'll leave now and I'll be on time because it's time to leave. By the time I got down to the car, sometimes it was frosty, so I'd have to clear the frost off the car. We live on a main road and I have to back out. So by the time I've waited for the traffic to pass and I've backed out and I'm on the road, it was actually more like 8.22. I was aiming to be at school for 8.25. Obviously, I did not get there in time for that. Then you've got to factor in morning traffic. If there's any, you know, when you get to the school car park, the car park is always rammed. So you've got to factor in that time. And that is where we slip up, I think, in ADHD. We do plan We know the journey is however many minutes. We think we're leaving on time, but the truth is we've forgotten all the little bits that go in between and we don't realise that they add in to the time that you need. So the way I combated this was I accepted 100% that my strategy does not work. That really is a big problem for us. We keep thinking, I'm the issue. If I can just stick to this deadline, it's more than enough time. 55 minutes is more than enough time. And it seems logical to us. And it just doesn't ever compute when we're late every single day. So I had to really get honest with myself, really look at what am I doing in the mornings and accept the fact that I have ADHD and it affects my time management. So what I'm doing does not work. I made a hard rule with myself that I have to be out of bed by 7.20 not waking up, out of bed. I either set my alarm early or if I'm really tired, I literally leave it till 7.20 and I jump out of bed when the alarm goes off. So that's one big help, not scrolling my phone. And if I want to scroll, then I have to set my alarm 10 minutes earlier. I set another alarm now to leave the house at five past eight. So my alarm goes off at five past eight and whether I'm ready or not, we're going to get in the car. And my ADHD brain screams at me every single morning that's too early you've got plenty of time don't leave at five past eight you're gonna get there well early I have to ignore it I have to ignore it I swear to you if I say to myself I'm leaving the house at five past eight the reality is I'm only on the road by 8 15 and it shocks me every day you are gonna be shocked when you try your new plan you're gonna be like oh, I'm leaving way too much time here I've got time to do other things ignore it ignore that instinct follow it and I promise you will be shocked that you are probably just going to be just on time. So I stick to those two alarms and to be honest when I first started this I actually set one at eight o'clock as well. So I set an alarm at eight o'clock which was like my five minute warning that I've got to leave the house in five minutes so that if I was like dawdling on my makeup or whatever I realised oh crap it is eight o'clock already I better be fast. And then the one at five passed and that's my cue to get out the house In my mind, that means I'm just going to walk to the car, but actually I'm running around getting his coat, making him get his shoes on. I mean, he dawdles as well. So yeah, that gets me there on time. Obviously, I have ADHD and I'm forgetful. I don't always 
get my makeup done. I don't always remember to do a snack. So I do still run late sometimes, but I've thrown a few little hacks in to make sure that if I do forget something, I'm still covered. One of my main ADHD life hacks that I use is I have a little extra makeup bag in the car. So I've got my main makeup bag in the house, but then I also have like a mini makeup bag with like travel size of what I use, just the basics in the car. Because I know in the morning, makeup, I can do it really fast, but sometimes I just get distracted and I don't even leave myself five minutes to do it. So yeah, that's one of my hacks is I always have just a little bag of essentials. If for you, that's mints or a hairbrush or whatever you feel like you would need when you're out about, keep one in the car. My other main hack is I do get my lashes done every three weeks. And I know this might seem over the top for a few of you listening and the expense, they are expensive, they're not cheap. But for me, they really pay dividends because not having makeup on used to stop me from leaving the house. So I would just feel like I've just got to stay, I've just got to do my makeup and it would make me so late. Whereas now, yes, I'd prefer to have my makeup on, but if I can't do it in time, I know I've got my lashes on, I know I'm covered. Another really good one for that is baseball cap. <laughs> if you've got your greasy hair, make sure you've always got your baseball cap and your um, dry shampoo. I also, I also have a travel size dry shampoo in the car. Another thing I have is on the back of the passenger seat. I've got like a little thing that slips over the top from Amazon and it's got like clear pockets in and I've got wipes in there because nine times out of 10, I put Theo in the car, I get to the other side at school and he's got like something all over his hands from breakfast or he's got toothpaste down the front of his jumper and I haven't noticed in the morning. So having those wipes is so good just to give him a little wipe down before he goes in. And obviously if you don't have children, you won't be on the school run. You can apply these things to anything. If it's you going to work in the mornings, you can still take your everyday essentials in the car. You might not need them. You might get your stuff done in the morning. But I find that getting myself in the car, no matter what, at a certain time, like it doesn't matter if I've forgotten my makeup and things. I know I can just get there. This is the mindset that I've employed that has made sure that I am always either early or on time. And that is just get in the car just get there. You know, if you're not driving, just get on the bus, just walk out the front door. Because if you can just get out the house, you're away from the distractions and you can do anything else at the other end. If you've forgotten to brush your teeth, you can stop at a shop on the way and pick up a toothbrush. Like there's a million things that you can do once you're out the house. But if you stay in the house and you're like, oh, I just do this and I'll just do that. You're going to be late. That's just a fact. And that's something acceptance is a massive part of this. You've got to accept that if you don't change the way you're viewing yourself, essentially stop trusting yourself when you lie into yourself saying, oh, this will only take two minutes, then you're just forever going to be late. It's it's absolutely radical acceptance. They talk about that in like narcissism, don't they? But it's radical acceptance of, guess what? I've been trying my way for the whole of my life and it's never, ever worked. So I need to stop trying my way and I need to make things easy for myself. You've got to make it idiot proof for yourself because we have all these good intentions and in theory, they're really good. We can write them down. We can plan them, but life gets in the way. And nine times out of 10, when when you have ADHD, ADHD does get in the way. You've forgotten to wash a shirt the night before. You've forgotten to pack your bag for the gym after drop off. You've forgotten you had something in for work today 
there's always going to be something coming up that's going to make you later. So if we can just have a strategy in place of I leave the house at this time, no matter what, and it's got to be 10 to 15 minutes earlier than you think it needs to be. So set yourself a timer for when you need to go 10 to 15 minutes earlier than you think you actually need to leave and then leave, actually leave when that alarm goes off. Don't ignore it and think, well, I set it 10 to 15 minutes earlier. So actually I've got 10 to 15 minutes. No, make a hard rule with yourself. I am not allowed to stay any longer after that alarm has gone off. I have to get out the door. And don't get me wrong, no one's perfect. You're going to find other things to do. You're probably going to get distracted. But as soon as you catch yourself, again, make that promise to yourself. Get out the house. Just get there. Just get there. I will drive to meet a friend that I've told I'm going to meet at one o'clock and I will get there at like 12.30 and I'll be annoyed with myself because I'll be like, oh, I had half an hour. I could have done stuff at home. I could have done stuff at home. Why did I leave half an hour early? But believe me when I say if I was half an hour late, which would have been the reality if I didn't force myself out the door, then I would have been so embarrassed meeting my friend. So I get there at 12.30 I'll either do my makeup or if I'm actually ready at 12.30, another tip I've got is I keep a notebook in my car. If I'm there early, I can still use that time productively. I've got my phone, I can either listen to a podcast or I can sit with my notebook and I can make notes on things that I want to do when I get home. Sometimes as well, I have a book in the glove compartment that I've really wanted to be reading for ages and so I never waste that time. I just get there and then you're there and you know you're not going to be late. So that's my little piece on time blindness. I hope it's been maybe validating to you that you are the same as me. Um, I hope maybe you've found some helpful tips in there that I've been using throughout my life And I hope I haven't rambled on too much because I've had absolutely no structure to this whatsoever. I'm fresh out the shower. So I'm going to go and dry my hair right now. And I hope you all have a lovely week and I'll see you soon. Bye. One more thing. Don't forget to go and check out the Burnout Bible on the website. I'll leave it in the show notes. Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast and subscribe. It really helps. Thank you all for listening. See you soon. Bye.